0: Listen up, real estate investors, entrepreneurs, and agents, you're in the right place. Unlocking the secrets to real estate investing and entrepreneurship. Welcome to the Titanium Vault, hosted by R.J. Bates III. Here's R.J. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Titanium Vault. I'm your host, R.J. Bates. It's been a while since I've recorded a podcast. Um, I'm not going to lie. I was actually a little bit nervous before jumping on here and doing this recording, which is hilarious to me because this is the first podcast that I'm doing since my 11-week challenge of doing 50 deals in 50 states in 50 days. Um, We ended up going live 53 days um, we had a couple of days with some tech issues, um, and then we added an extra day for Washington DC. Um, it was an incredible journey. I had a blast, and and today I just wanted to to hop on here. It's been a while since I recorded a podcast, and I really just wanted to give my immediate reaction to the challenge in and of itself. Uh, for many of you that. Uh, maybe couldn't join us most days, or, or maybe you didn't see any of the, the, the lives on the challenge, just to, to give my reaction to it, um, what I learned. Uh, before I digest all of the information, I've had a couple of days. Um, I'm recording this on Thursday. So we've had about three and a half business days um, since I stopped doing the challenge. So I just want to come on here and give my immediate thoughts about it. Um, first and foremost, I think one of the things that I learned about it was, is that there's obviously a huge craving for people to watch and experience what others go through in this business. Um, We saw over 2 million minutes watched um, of the challenge. And that was over the, the 53 days that we went live. Over 2 million minutes were watched on YouTube. That doesn't include anything on twitch or on facebook uh i didn't i, I don't have the ability to go back and check those stats uh, we went live on six different streams um either different facebook groups uh, facebook pages my first personal facebook page i don't have the ability to track those statistics so this is just purely based off of what happened on youtube over two million minutes watch um And the feedback that was given to me by people that uh, did watch the lives almost every day was they really enjoyed seeing not only the victories, but they also just enjoyed seeing the process that I had to go through on days that were more difficult. Days like California, days like Idaho, days like Nevada, where we just weren't getting a whole lot of traction with our marketing and, and the challenge that I had to overcome in those different states, I think people really got probably more out of those days than they did, say, days like Arkansas or Indiana or Iowa where it was just like cherry picking. You know I mean? We were just picking which deals we wanted to get under contract. So that was the first thing that I learned. And the second thing is, is, you know, when I came up with the idea for this challenge, you know, first and foremost, we have not done deals in all 50 states. So the concern that my team had was, are we actually going to be able to get a deal in all 50 states, RJ? I mean, this is a pretty bold statement that you're saying, and you're going to come out and do this live for everybody to watch. What if you fail? And, and, what we learned was is batch leads is an amazing tool that enabled us to almost achieve our goal. We got a deal in 49 of the 50 states. Um, The only state that we were unable to get a deal in was Utah. But uh, I think what we saw is having an all-in-one marketing solution. The ability to pull list, skip trace it, Send SMS, do your follow up campaigns. Everything that you need to do was all in one place, and they even, as as the challenge went on, their product got better, and they even added the comping tool um, into the batch lead system. And it, you know, I utilized that some. I, I did use Propelio quite frequently for the comping, um, as well as PropStream, but I, I definitely leaned heavily on Propelio when it came to comping um but just seeing the the power behind batch leads in and really enabling me to to come pretty damn close to achieving our goal there um the the next thing my immediate reaction to the challenge was is i in the past have probably underestimated how different the states, cities, and markets are to one another. Um, Just seeing such a drastic difference between, you know, doing marketing in the Northeast, the New England area, in places like uh, New Hampshire, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Maine, um, really well received. There was motivation there from sellers and we were able to acquire Um, good, solid deals. Um, In comparison to places like I already mentioned, California, Idaho, Nevada, Utah, Colorado, um, those places, extremely tough. Um, The SMS marketing was not well-received and and it was very difficult to get traction in some of those areas. And and I've probably underestimated that in the past. I have a, a lot more respect um uh, for people that I've interviewed here on the podcast, um, for example, the Ryan Pineda's, the Luke Webers, uh, people in Arizona that are able to do marketing in some of those locations and and essentially have high volume businesses. It's it's very impressive to me what they've been able to accomplish in there in those markets. And, and from the challenge, I even asked those questions, like, how do they do this? And what I found out was from some of the people that were um, watching, you know, their feedback was, look, you know, they have to get creative with their marketing, you know, using Ryan Pineda as an example. You know, I heard that he uses TV, radio, billboards, all kinds of other forms of marketing and that's what's led him to have the type of volume that he's had in his business and and you know, a lot of respect um, to some of those guys in those very difficult markets. Um, other things is, you know, seeing how different it is to have to do deal analysis in some of the markets. Um, when I sat down with Cassie and Jesse Burrell from Batch, you know, we sat down and we said, okay, what markets are we going to want to hit? And then we had to lay out, okay, what state are we going to hit and what day we're going to hit? Well, I actually front loaded the challenge with a lot of states that we had been in previously. Now, a mistake I made was, is for example, Ohio, I went into Cleveland instead of going into a market like Cincinnati that we had done deals. And the thought was, is that I had been told that Cleveland is an easy market to get deals. But seeing that there was, it was so difficult for me to analyze the deals, come up with a proper ARV on it and find out what buyers are actually looking for, what on paper looked like to be a really good deal, say in Kansas City, Missouri, ended up not really being a good deal, which led us to have to go do price drops, renegotiate with sellers, even lose some contracts. Um, that was also a major learning aspect of the challenge in and of itself. And just over the course of the challenge, uh, my just myself, I got so much better at different aspects of acquisitions. And, and really the challenge became nothing more than me doing acquisitions. There was a couple of days like the day in Montana I started off that morning by doing dispositions for a while, but um, you know, we really saw—I saw a difference in myself in my ability to be successful as an acquisitions person. Um, be it my volume of text messages went up; I was able to handle a lot more. I was able to analyze and come up with ARVs a lot quicker. I—I I became a lot more efficient and quicker to communicate with sellers and either get to the point of where we're going to find out if they're motivated to sell or just cut it and move on to the next one because there's no point wasting my time. Um, It was a massive uh, learning experience. And just, I saw a lot of growth in myself throughout the challenge, which was exciting because going into this, I mean, I don't really do acquisitions on a daily basis. Uh, but I, I found myself falling in love with it, which is good um, to to have that reinvigorated fire for my business and for what we do, which is solving motivated sellers problems. So that was exciting for me to be reinvigorated that way um, and, and just finding that passion again. Um, you know, a couple of other things that, you know, I learned throughout the challenge um, was also, leaning heavily on people that had that market knowledge. You know, I use Shreveport, Louisiana, as a, a perfect example. I was getting probably four to five motivated seller leads per 100 text messages that I was sending out, and I actually got inundated with so many leads. I was struggling with analyzing them and. Which one of these are we going to go after? You know, am I really going to contract 10, 12 properties today? That seems a bit much. You know, we don't want to tie up contracts. We don't want to end up in a situation where we're not able to dispo them and and we're having to drop properties. So um, Chris Monroe, my buddy in St. Louis, Missouri, he, he jumped on the live and he said, hey, I know the man in Shreveport that you need to talk to. And just within 10, 12 minutes of me being on the phone with uh, Chevy um, in Shreveport, he was able to say, that one's too high. Cut that one. This is where you need to be on this. This is what our offer needs to be. And some of them, he had even already walked and seen himself. Seeing that that market wisdom come out really helped. And and we saw that a cor- uh, over the course of the challenge and probably... I don't know five to ten different markets, just where that extreme market wisdom was needed to be able to do deals. Sometimes it wasn't necessary. Um, sometimes it's it can be a little bit more cookie cutter markets where you could just jump in and you could clearly see what the comps are and and where you would need to be as a buyer. But other times, especially the lower income cash flow markets. Um, that I've already brought up a couple Cleveland, Kansas City, Jackson, Mississippi, Birmingham, Alabama, Shreveport, Louisiana. Those were a little bit difficult to, to analyze the deals, but very easy to find motivation and sellers. So that was another thing to learn. Um, but over the course of the challenge, it, I had amazing support. And for anyone that tuned in and showed their support, it meant the world to me. Um, You know, I had a blast doing it, I'll be honest with you. I felt like a fish out of water here the past couple of days, not going live, not having, you know, my good friends that, you know, for 11 weeks every morning, I started off my day by saying, good morning, Kip, good morning, Anna, good morning, Liana. Um, You know, it's, I've missed that aspect of the challenge. Uh, We're definitely going to do more lives um, and we're definitely going to do another version of the 50-50-50. I don't know if it's going to be the exact same or not. Some people have said they would want changes to it. Uh, personally, for me, um, I really enjoyed the format. Um, the At some point in time, I decided I had to go live for at least eight hours. I might change that aspect of the challenge uh, because there were days where it kind of dragged on a little bit. Uh, but that was also because I, I probably should have used that time a little bit better going back into some of the other markets that um, were really an issue for us. Um, for those of you that didn't tune in to the last day, which was Washington, D.C., the bonus day, going into that day, there was eight states that we did not have a deal in. And I ended up getting seven out of the eight that day. And the vast majority of those came in the last couple of hours. It was there was an insane, probably sixty to ninety minute mark um, within that day where just it started clicking. It was a Friday, and and just deal after deal after deal, and uh, it was it was pretty intense. And I started feeling the momentum shifting towards us, and I really thought we were going to get there. Unfortunately, we just couldn't crack Utah, um, but. Thank you so much to everybody that reached out, um, found some kind of motivation or knowledge, or, or even the opposite, came in and supported me and helped me. You know, I mean, many people brought us deals. We have people that I look forward to doing business with for many years to come. Patrick Brown out in Oregon, incredible man. Um, he helped bring us a deal in Oregon, Portland, Oregon, that we've already closed on. Um Zane Gifford down in, in Houston has helped us get multiple deals in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, and I, I'm sure I'm missing other ones, but um, it was an incredible experience. So if you haven't checked it out, all of the videos are on the YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube and search RJ Bates the third. You can you can pick any of the days that you want. There's an entire playlist of all of the videos. Um, you know, every day we went live for a minimum of eight hours. And uh, it was it was awesome to see the community rally around the challenge. And I learned so much. So I just wanted to come on here today and tell you guys, the podcast is, is still alive and well. I'm going to get back in the swing of things, interviewing investors from all around the country. And I very much look forward to getting back into that. Um, hopefully, I can still do it okay. It, it has been a while. This is, this is the longest I've gone without doing a podcast interview. Um, since I started the podcast back in 2017, but I'm looking forward to getting back to doing that. But I'm also looking forward to to adding a new flavor to the YouTube channel, which is doing these lives of, of me doing acquisitions. I'm going to do them fairly frequently. We're, we're currently working on what that schedule will look like, uh, but we're definitely going to continue to do live videos of that at some level. So that being said, the titanium vault is back. We're going to have interviews with investors from around the country coming very soon. Um, I, I did have to mentally kind of recover from the challenge. It was um, exhausting to say the least, but I'm excited to get back to doing the podcast. Thank you to everyone that supported us and uh, looking forward to talking to you guys soon, okay? Next week, we will have an interview with an investor. Um, or someone within the community. Um, It won't just be me rambling up here anymore. We'll have somebody come on and share their wisdom. But missed you guys and looking forward to getting back to the podcast format. Talk to you guys soon.